John Lewis has spent seven million pounds producing an advertising campaign with a, with a beautiful cartoon about a bear and a hare with a, with a lovely little slogan at the end, give someone a Christmas they'll never forget. Isn't that great? Now, why does a shop spend seven million pounds advertising? Simply this, because they are looking to make hundreds of millions of pounds in sales over Christmas. Isn't that right? And I think uh, last December, uh, John Lewis made about 570 million pounds. So it must work. The Metro newspaper last week said, yes, this is the most wonderful time of the year, but it is also the most expensive time. And American Express uh, reckon that on average we're going to spend about £904 per head this Christmas. Goodness me, some people are big spenders. The Sunday Times says that the cost of Christmas this year will go up by about 10% above the rate of inflation. And so just imagine for a moment the, the Christmas uh, lunch you're all looking forward to. Those potatoes this year are going to cost you 25% more. And those Brussels sprouts a whopping 42% more. A very good reason not to have sprouts this Christmas. <laughs> now when you become a parent, you start sort of seeing this Christmas hype and razzmatazz for what it really is. You start seeing through it a bit, don't you? You know, all those um, proclamations outside shops that they have got some great bargains, some great deals, are just a bit of a rip-off because you know that they're going to make millions off you off these supposed bargains. Is Christmas just one big rip-off? I don't know whether you've ever thought that about the original Christmas story. We just heard it a moment ago in the reading that Carolyn gave us, what the angels had to say to the shepherds that first Christmas. They spoke of peace, peace on earth. And so we still pick on up on that today, don't we? You'll get cards that will come through the post with peace on earth. Some shops might even have it on banners, peace on earth. Well... What do you think of that promise? Bono from U2 sings this song. Peace, uh, heaven on earth, we need it now. I'm sick of all this hanging around, sick of sorrow, sick of pain, sick of hearing again and again that there's going to be peace on earth. Jesus, this song you wrote, the words are sticking in my throat. Peace on earth. Hear it every Christmas time, but hope and history won't rhyme. So what's it worth, this peace on earth? So where on this, in this world is this peace? It's certainly not in Syria or southern Sudan. And in our lifetime, in our memory, we've got 9-11, Afghanistan, Iraq, Bosnia, Rwanda, let alone two world wars. Where's this peace? Some people have tried to work out this principle of peace. I mean, famously, in the Great War, the First World War, um, the soldiers from opposite sides on Christmas Day kind of ventured onto no man's land, and they gave each other gifts, and they played a bit of football. But guess what? The next day, they just kept 
shooting at each other. Is this the sort of peace that the angels were singing about? Hardly. But the angels did speak of peace. Uh, Peace is what they promised. It's what's in the Bible. Uh, Have a look at that reading again uh, that we just looked at. And look at verse 13, sentence number 13 there. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. So is this the biggest Christmas ripoff of all? Uh, did, they, did they get it wrong? Is this just another one of those uh, promises that we've been let down on? Well, I want to say to you tonight that the answer is no. No. Jesus came to bring peace, and that is exactly what he delivered. There's a verse in the Bible, I've had it printed in the, in the handout, we'll see it on the screen too, from Romans chapter 5. And it says this, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now putting this really simply, when we trust Jesus, we will receive peace. Peace with God. Real peace, the peace that we all desperately want. You see, Jesus came into the world to deal with uh, the, the problem that there's a breakdown in a relationship between humanity and God. All these wars, all this suffering and conflict is in this world for this reason. You and I, we are sinful and selfish. And this sin is what brings conflict in all our relationships, even in our closest relationships with those that we love, with our spouses, with our children, with our neighbors. And it's just writ large when it comes to nations and wars. That is our problem. We as uh, sinful human beings are enemies of God. And that is exactly what Jesus came to deal with. Did you notice how um, on that uh, statement of what the angels sang, they begin with God. Glory to God in the highest. Why do they start first with honoring God? It is because of this. It is God who made the first move. So we're the ones who've offended God with our selfishness and our sin. And yet, it is God who has made the first move to bring about peace and reconciliation. P.J. Smythe, Peter Smythe, he is a South African pastor. And in a tribute to Nelson Mandela, he speaks of the day when Nelson Mandela sort of won the nation of South Africa. And it was as president when he walked onto the pitch on the Rugby World Cup final in South Africa, wearing the number six springbok top of the captain, Francois Pina. And it's just as well they won that day, wasn't it? You know, rugby was the white man's game. And for many, many years, it was another symbol of the oppression 
and injustice met out against black people in apartheid. And so when President Mandela took onto himself that symbol of all that had formerly expressed hatred towards him as a black man, he did that to bring reconciliation between black and white. And that is just the palest reflection of the ultimate fact that the president of all presidents, Jesus Christ, took on himself human likeness in order to bring about peace and reconciliation between God and man. Glory to God in the highest because God initiated this peace and reconciliation. It is because God sent His Son on this rescue mission to come and to even to go to the extent of dying for us on a cross so that the offenses of our sin and our selfishness could be paid for so that we could have true peace and reconciliation uh, with God. Listen to the angels again. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to men on whom his favor rests. Did you notice that that peace is not automatic for all humanity? It is upon those that God grants it. Christmas is not a big ripoff. In fact, the best bit of Christmas is not something that you can buy or earn. It is something that God gives graciously. It is a gift of His favor that He bestows upon people. The peace that God wants us to have comes through receiving the Savior, Jesus. That's what the angel said to the shepherds. Today, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. To receive this peace of salvation is by receiving uh, this Savior who brings the peace. And my question to you this evening is simply this. Have you received that gift of peace? Is it yours because you've received Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord? You know, that really is the great source of joy at Christmas. And if you haven't done that, can I ask you, would you be willing to do that this evening? Why not receive this amazing gift of peace with God this very night? Well, what do you have to do to receive it? Well, you simply talk to God. You need to admit your sin and your selfishness and turn away from your sin to uh, receive Jesus. And when you do that, then God is at peace with you. You are no longer alienated from God. You're no longer separated from God. There's no longer any distance between you and God. You have peace with God. God, you could do that this very night. If you've not known this before, you could do it right now. Wouldn't it be a great Christmas to know that you're at peace with God? You see, when you have peace with God, then the peace of, uh, uh, is worked out in every other aspect of your life. Peace with your conscience. 
peace in your relationships. It's the basis of, of peace even when things are broken down. As God enables you to forgive and express peace to others. Why don't you make it your gift this evening? I know that many here are rejoicing in that gift, but perhaps there are a number here and you don't have that peace and you'd like to have it. Well, you could respond to God this night with, with a prayer and I'll put the prayer up there on the, on the PowerPoint so you could see it. It's a simple prayer. It's thanking God for sending Jesus to bring about this reconciliation and peace. It's thanking him for his death upon the cross. It's acknowledging our sin. And it's asking for God's forgiveness. And asking for God's help to, to, to keep following Jesus. And maybe there are people here who want to pray that very prayer in a personal response to him tonight. So I'm going to pray this prayer line by line and leave a gap. Because perhaps there's people here that want to pray this in the quietness of your own mind to God. So let's pray. God of glory. Thank you for sending your son Jesus. To bring reconciliation and peace between us. Thank you that he died for my sins. I know I have sinned and I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Help me from this moment to show that I belong to you. By following Jesus. Amen.